Hey, hey, party people in the place to be. Hey, this is <laughs> And this is Hanifa Walina, y'all. Yes, we are back as your gay aunties. What's yes, going yes. on, children? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Ooh, um, before we get into this topic today, I just want to let y'all uh no, we're working on a solution that um, one of our listeners, we were, it was suggested to us by one of our listeners that we try to do a live show in some way, shape or form. So you guys can ask questions live. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still figuring out the, uh, the logistics of that. And, you know, we've had our share of logistical issues yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recording wise. Um, but, um, I, I, all is possible in 2018, at least with this stuff. So we'll figure it out, but that is coming. And if that is something you would like, you know, let us know. Um, so I ain't wasting my energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can, you, word, you can let us know at, uh, at your gay aunties at Instagram. If you want us to, um, find a way to record live where you guys can ask questions, um, live. Okay. Um, Thanks, otherwise you can always just holler at us. I'm sorry, say again? I said it's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It is exciting. And, and, and you know, and otherwise, you know, you always you know where we live at your gay aunties, or rather your gay aunties at gmail.com, or y'all just have questions in general that are of more of the private matter. Mm-hmm. Or scandalous matter. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so let's jump into um since it is Pride Month, or we're winding down for Pride Month. Um it's interesting that Pride Month is like ending and we didn't even like touch on this topic or even think to touch on this topic really. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe we're just over it. <laughs> and but me and Red were talking and we were thinking Say again. I said there might be a reason for that. <laughs> there may be a reason. I know exactly. There might be a reason. Um so we were talking, it was like, you know, we're gonna talk about today and we were saying, you know, is pride still relevant? Is pride still impactful? Is pride still necessary? Um, Does pride still give you something? Pride is in the parade, right? Or just general month of June. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's funny too, because this is our third year marching in the parade the Pride Parade uh, for D.C. as a family, right? And we march mm. with our job. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that can't get more institutionalized than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and lots of companies march in the parade. Mm. So I am, I'm from Chicago, and I got in the game kind of late, right? <laughs> So I really didn't know about Pride until maybe 2000. I think 2005 was my first Pride. Really? In D.C. Like, wow. That I attended, like actually went to or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not really well versed in like the history of Pride and Pride parades and all that kind of stuff. But there's some stuff that I just assume about the process. 
you know, actually, I can't say I know the history blow by blow because it was already here when I went to my first Pride, which was like mid to late 90s-ish. Mm. Um, I mean, listen, first of all, let's just, you know, address um, the elephant in the room. There's Pride and then there's Black Pride. Ah. You know, um, I'm more <laughs> yeah. of a fan of Black Pride. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, we got to hyphenate everything. We got to, you know, preface everything. So pride is unsaid white pride <laughs> or commercial mm-hmm. pride. And then black pride is just what it sound like, black pride. Um, oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a, yeah. The, you know, the main, I mean, some people, you know, listen, pride still looks the same to me. Um, you know, when I first went in the 90s, I Honestly, all I remember from Pride was because I was mostly focused, you know, with women. I, you know, I didn't really see men, even though they were in front of my face. They weren't a part of my focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but all I remember, honestly, was a lot of drunkenness, um, a lot of fights. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I say a lot, just like, just disorderly, like, so what we being proud for yeah. exactly? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what exactly are we doing here? You know what I mean? Um, and and I, it was just a bad first impression. I ain't going to front. I was just like, I'm cool. You know what I mean? Um, even though I was young myself, you know, I wasn't, you know, I don't, you know, for those who don't know, I don't drink or not very often. You know, and I'm definitely not a fighter. So that was something that was like, I was like, yo, this is not attractive at all. This is not a good look. So I kind of was turned off from Pride from Jump. But and then I discovered Black Pride and then I, you know, I got turned back on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it, was, it was a different, you know. <laughs> One, it was just us. Two, you know, um, usually well, in New York, it was on a beach, you know, mm-hmm. Um the different events were focused on us. You knew we went to a party. It was us. Um, yeah, it was just like the un, the unofficial pride of, of people of color, black mm-hmm. folks in particular. Um, and, you know, there still was fights and drunkenness, but it just was something about it being specified like that, that it felt different. Um, and, yeah, and, I, and the experience was different um, for me. Um, but the history, I don't know, like... I mean, I get why the need was, but now it's 2018 and, you know, there's like corporate sponsorship and, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you marching with your job. <laughs> no, like I work for the Department of Education and we march in the parade every year, <laughs> like schools, children. We brought our own children to the parade, I mean, to the pride parade and marched with like the whole family, <laughs> like that's what it is at this point. Yeah. I was like, what do you, I mean, do you feel prideful when you're watching? Like, what do you feel for someone who actually like in the parade, like what the parade, which is like the symbolism of pride, right? Yeah. Cause there's no parade in the black pride. It's just parties, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you feel? Do you feel a sense of heightened pride? Okay. So there's two things that happen. One, the understanding that we have to march in the parade because like my wife having the position that she's holding being a visible like butch lesbian um in education like 
if she doesn't show up, like people will have questions like, why weren't you at the parade? Right. (laughs) So there's that part of it, like the political, like this is DC, like that thing. Um, and then there's the other part in that we are walking down the street for a couple of miles and there are people lined the entire way screaming and yelling and cheering and like it's really uh bizarre like I guess like and we're it's kind of like a Mardi Gras in a way like we're throwing beads and trinkets and things to the public and they're waving and catching things and just having a great time and we recognize this year that the parade is hours long in dc Mm. hours like we marched the whole parade went to eat and the parade was still going like there were that many (laughs) it was like it was massive it was really a huge event and so at that point we were like yo like this is still happening We even stopped and went to the party and floats were still going past. Like that's a bit much done eating. Right. So this is hours that companies now, and mind you, because this is pride pride. It's not black pride. We're talking about. So companies have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in participating and being seen, most like most importantly, seen at this event. And it's two days. So after everybody marches in the parade, then they go and like vend and like they're all in one, one place and people go like from booth to booth. And, you know, performances and, and just two days of, of, events um do I feel prideful at this point it's kind of an overwhelming like (laughs) experience to participate in because um it's so massive you know I have a friend um uh uh Carmen she uh uh she um She's like, listen, I try and get myself to float hookup. I'm on somebody's float. I don't care if it's Rota Ruta <laughs> for pride. I ain't walking that bitch. Like, <laughs> and this, this is in New York, right? <laughs> you know, she's like, that's, you know, what I do. So I don't have to, you know, actually walk it. Cause it's a long walk, you know? Um, yeah. um, and maybe that's me just showing our age, but um, I don't. My thing is like, okay, the things, you know what, I ain't gonna front. Like some of it just feel, as far as the, the, the demonstrations of quote unquote gayness or what we should be prideful for, they just either, I either, it either feels really male and gay, but not just that, but really passe and dated as far mm-hmm. as how I identify as a gay person, you know, or, or a queer person, you know, um, you know, you kind of just see, you know, just the template shit, you know, um, and 
Well, you know what? I, first of all, let me just say that when I say, you know, what you see, I really can't say that because I ain't been to a motherfucking pride since the 90s. <laughs> you know, a pride parade anyway. <laughs> so yeah. y'all, y'all can be saying, but girl, don't you know they do this now? I don't know. All I know is what I see on TV. That's my only reference to pride. And I guess the way TV edits, they're going to edit what they think is gay. So maybe, so, you know, just keep that in mind. But in general, there still is this kind of overarching thing. This is what it means to be gay, you know, um, or, you know, we are rainbows and which I really don't identify with the rainbow per se, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we're rainbows and glitter and, you know, um, uh, effeminate men specifically, cause you know, men who aren't effeminate, they can't be gay. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like you won't see any other kind of men, you know, at least not on TV, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For representing pride. You know, because, you know, people need to see their their markers of what pride is. You know, they don't want to actually see someone that that in some way re- reflects their own uh, body language. <laughs> That's, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's like that. Like, OK, you know, you know, it's cute. They have like, um, what is it, Dykes on Bike shit they have in New York mm-hmm. where, you know, there's this whole parade or part of the parade or, or just, you know, um, just that Dykes on motorbikes, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not for nothing, even that is something from another time. They usually are older women. A lot of them are white. Yeah. And a lot of the dykes that I know ride bikes are just the opposite. They're black and a little younger, like my age or younger, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, so when we think about the institutionalized, institutionalized version of pride, like, I also mean not so much like commercial, like corporate, but like, are there, are the players just from a different time and nothing has really changed and like, what's new about it? You know what I mean? I'm asking the question, like as young people, do you feel like this is something you just do because well, oh well, it's there. Or do you identify it for your own generation? Like, is it a parts of it that you go to be like, this is I do this because my people are there or my generation is there and they're doing this. There's some something that we've instilled, we've contributed to the whole pride franchise. You know what I mean? Um, so what's interesting for me, like I coming into pride as an artist, it was that for me for a long time, black pride specifically mm-hmm. white prize. I never really um, participated in, actively like up outside of this these last few years like marching in the parade I can't say that I have a lot of experience with like the general pride experience you like whatever these activities are but black pride was for me yes a lot of parties but also they had activities at the host hotel that I was always booked for so mm-hmm. I um slam in the the poetry slam in DC until they wouldn't let me slam anymore. And then I hosted, right. (laughs) For a couple of years. Um, I would see my people like from different cities on the black pride circuit. So all of the authors would be at the author panels. Um, all of the filmmakers would be at film, the film festivals. Um, all of the performers would be at the, the concert, right? So I would get to see a lot of my friends from different cities 
when I would either be in their city for Pride or we would both be in some in some other random city um, doing those Black Pride events. Um, so that was a little different. And as you were talking about earlier, how um, Black Pride just held that different space. Um, yeah, being able to go to these parties and be in a party with 3,000 Black lesbians. Like... <laughs> so so maybe what you're really saying is that it's, it's not so much pride in the sense of us projecting ourselves or visibility to the outside world, but a moment to see um, ourselves as a community and all that we do, you know, or whoever mm-hmm. the hell we're from, you know, and we may, you know, we have people that we know and then the people that we, it's like almost like a networking opportunity, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Of some shape and form or any kind of networking, business-wise, social-wise, you know, sex-wise, whatever, you networking, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I I'm still can't get off this thing where it's like, you know, and I'm not even suggesting that we don't have pride anymore or something, it's just passe in general. I'm just... I guess in my head, when I think of pride, I still think of that outward thing. Like we need to remind the world that we're proud of ourselves. And right. it feels a little patronizing. Like if, it, or it feels a little like, you know, like don't infantilize me. Like I'm not a little kid, you know, it's like, of course I'm fucking prideful. Like, you know, <laughs> or, or, or I mean like, you know, or, you know, it's like, what the, um, do I, what exactly, like there's so many things that I'm proud of doing, but that's my personal thing. Like I'm proud that I moved to Atlanta. I'm proud that I own my own business. I'm proud, you know, that we're able to offer this podcast to folks and they like it. You know what I mean? Or I'm happy yeah. maybe, you know, but I'm not pride, proudful. I'm not, you know, I don't have pride per se over being gay. That's something I take for granted. Like it's, I don't, think about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and thanks to not for nothing, our elders for that, not for nothing. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm not, you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe it took, you know, some pride for parades for this little girl to see on TV. It was a part of what contributed to me taking it for granted, you know, decades later. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't necessarily connect with this is kind of deep. I almost feel like I want to have this conversation with our elders. <laughs> Can you remind me <laughs> why we do this shit? Because <laughs> I'm starting to disconnect. Like, you know, I, I don't, I just don't associate with being prideful for who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was kind of thinking about in the beginning when we were talking about the commercialization of it and the, the corporate sponsorship of it that... Um, so the first time I went to the Pride Parade in New York and we were there by Stonewall and somebody was telling me like the history of the whole thing, I'm just like, that was revolution, right? That was resistance. That was, um, a way more... Uh, in your face kind of gritty like no I am going to go to this parade in these five inch (laughs) heels you know (laughs) and be amazing with my fur boa and damn it whether you like it or not right (laughs) but at pride now everybody gets a boa like (laughs) 
<laughs> thrown off the the, <laughs> the floats. And yeah, you lose the you lose that grit. You lose that that Yeah, yeah, we all have the same style all of a sudden on this on this one month, you know, um our fashion starts to link new. up or something. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's all made in China. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and and sponsored by liquor companies. Exactly. But just like, you know, just like how you have the beads with Mardi Gras, there's symbolism. I don't know what that is, but I know there is some symbolism in the beads. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, has that... Is there symbolism other than just some fashion that got caught in, you know, that we just snatched on and stuck to like Velcro as far as the boas and shit? And, or did we snatch the whole beads thing from, you know, Mardi Gras? Like, did we like bite and shit and just, you know, take yeah. their thing? Like, yeah, we're going to throw beads too, you know? It's celebratory, um, or is it right? again? It's celebratory. Yeah, I guess bees in general. So, but I feel like there's some other significance for bees. I don't know if you're from New Orleans or you know that. Please holler at us and let us know. But, um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling. Maybe I'm just being a little bit jaded here. Um, because it really doesn't do much for me. Um, I have no inclination to want to go or to prepare for it. Like it's not a. It's, it has no significance in my life. And and I'll be dead, I'll be dead ass. I forgot the shit was happening until we talk today. It's like, oh, what should we talk about? <laughs> I, li <laughs> yeah. I literally like, I have just been about my business. I literally forgot. Oh no, okay. I, I remember the other day because um, Wanda Sykes was like performing at Fox Theater for pride i was like oh yeah that shit's happening like but i'm like whatever she's performing <laughs> you know what i mean i would see her any other time too but um yeah i'm sorry i'm just like all right here okay so there's the question of do you still connect with with this commercialized idea of pride like you know the pride we kind of take for granted you know um as opposed to maybe creating what are we creating that really reflects what we're prideful um for in our lives as far as what we've created as queer people you know um like how is that expressed like okay i'm sure there are a lot of you know organizations queer organization either queer friendly or queer geared organizations you know they obviously have their place somewhere in pride they either got to float or they they march and they represent in some way shape or form and for some people they might have known they might have not known that that organization existed so hey cool it's communication it's again networking what is out there that is is safe spaces for us but okay but that idea of safe spaces that is still needed in many parts of the country um uh, in particular, more so now for a lot of trans folks, that's definitely, you know, safe spaces is, 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 is the need is heightened. Um, mm -hmm. but it still is very much a real thing, um, for anyone that's gender nonconforming at all, you know, um, women in general, um, a lot of lesbians, a lot of lesbians who look like me are still, um, uh, being hurt or killed or disappearing, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, too, doesn't get as much, you know, you know, uh, uh, big media press or what have you, because it seems like media can't focus on but one 
a marginalized person at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't have the capacity to do that. But um, I just... Okay, so if Pride was to disappear tomorrow, would we be better off or worse off? Or just would it be flat line? It's like, whatever. Right. Um, so there are a couple of things on the table that, that deal with this, right? <laughs> so one, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but didn't really like racism in the gay community. Right? <laughs> so... Mm a lot of these organizations, even the major national ones, which I don't have to name, but you know (laughs) the symbol when you see it, like struggles a lot with um, including people of color. They struggling? I don't know if they struggling. Well, I don't know if they care, but (laughs) when it comes to like their capacity to include people of color um, in meaningful ways, I see bits and pieces, but nothing sustaining, like nothing long lasting, nothing uh, impactful, right? Um, that that they're doing. Pride is generally white gay men, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so our relationship to it is already strained. Or even the commercial relationship we have to pride is more aligned with white gay men. Yeah. But even like the, all of the events like pride itself, there's it's geared toward white gay men. um, And then with caveats, including everybody else, like other people can come. (laughs) <laughs> but it's clear from the advertising, from the 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 places where these things are happening, who the target audience is. Mm, and so mm. our participation is already fringe in the pride uh, celebration experience, right? So we're we're kind of an afterthought or we're um not excluded, but not included, you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And um, just like we've always done before. And that's why this black prog, it was like, fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Why I have to push to be a part of that. We just create our own thing. Just pick another date and there you go. Like every major city has a black version of pride. Right. Which leads to the second part is that black pride is also male dominated. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And even when I've been to plenty of cities where the work is being done by lesbians, but the the work, the work, right? (laughs) The organizing, the, the the Uh, running of the host, you know, the host events and all those things. But the majority of the events are tailored towards black gay men. mm. (laughs) And so like, in Atlanta, um, there were a couple of organizations. There was one that would have like boy parties and girl parties. None that would have like LGBT elemental P parties. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So yeah. you have to choose where you're mm-hmm. going. We're still separated, 
So the pride being celebrated is still marginalized, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, first of all, I just want to pause and I'm just writing down so I'll remember. This is actually a good topic for another um, episode as far as that segregation, if you will. So definitely social segregation, not even so much, uh, you know, uh, business segregation or even our personal, real, like our social circles because i think every you know um say uh, women's circle like my circle of women friends is always like a couple of gay boys that those are my babies i love them blah 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 and vice versa but yeah. there still is a general segregation um as far as hanging out socially so that let's just we'll sidetrack that for another episode but but yeah you're right you know um end of the day you know pride still feels very male even though you know in the black pride I just focus to the women's parties, but then you got that. It's like, they just, it's just, a, for me, it's just, it's just another party. It's nothing particularly special. It's just maybe more parties concentrated in the, and on the weekend, <laughs> you know, but how is it any different than when I just go to the club in general, which I'm starting yeah. to do less of these days. Actually, Well, it but costs yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. It just costs more. Exactly. So what's different people. about this party? this year i'm gonna go to dc pride this year but they don't live in dc or atlanta that kind of thing mm-hmm. so you'll see new faces so like i would go to perform uh in new york for pride then i realized there's a brooklyn pride there's a long island pride there's <laughs> right exactly. like five different bronx pride, like all a pride for each borough i was like i'm not mm-hmm. coming back to new york for every day <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, I'm like, so why are there all these prides? Like, is it just because of an affinity thing? Like, I want to represent Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it's just another commercial opportunity, another marketing opportunity, you know, like, why just concentrate it in Manhattan? Let's shoot it to the different boroughs and make more money, more money, or I don't know, you know, why these things, you know, naturally, maybe they just naturally kind of just happen, or people just don't want to get on the train and go to some centralized area, like, oh shit, I can just walk down the block. Why go to, you know, let me stay in my own borough. You know, it's like, uh, I'm just really curious to how people like, you know, I know people like, they get excited when pride's about to come around. You know what I mean? Or what you doing for pride? I'm like, nothing. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, um, I'm doing what I do every day. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and that still is just a foreign thing. Like, why are you so amped over fucking pride, yo? You know, I mean, I, and I have like a friend who's a promoter out here. So that's just obviously an opportunity for her to promote a show and charge a little, just exactly. a little bit extra. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and her, 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 uh, uh, her party is actually the bomb. And <clears throat> as far as <clears throat> out here in Atlanta, probably one of the best women's parties um, um, out here. So, but it ain't like, you know, it gets better or worse because it's pride. Like, you know, the only thing that really changes is the price. It's still just another bomb ass party. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it ain't like black parties become dope, you know, or dope parties become doper. <laughs> During pride, like it's something I got experience, right. you know? There is another thing that happens with age, right? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be promoters who are going to have a party for the 21 through 30, right? And then mm-hmm, another mm-hmm. promoter is going to have a party for the, the 30 through, you know, 
mid-40s. Um, and I find that from there up, y'all in the house. Like, <laughs> y'all meeting at somebody's <laughs> house <laughs> for pride and not really clubbing as much. I have not found the city uh, other than Chicago. Uh-huh where the over 50 people come out to pride like in mass and party girl i think i'm done because you know what i remember when i was 20 something and um we would go to the club and um you would see somebody that was considerably older than myself at least i thought so at the time of being 25 <laughs> 26 um and mind you man we talked about this in the early episodes you know the generations before us came out much later in life so when you mm -hmm. come out coming out is still the same thing no matter how old you are so you in the club look dressing might i add a lot younger than your age i'm talking right <laughs> okay <laughs> and so you stand out even more because here you are an older person among a lot of young people and you kind of quote unquote trying to dress young you know what i mean so that always look bizarre and always kind of Ooh, God, I don't want to say pity, but kind of felt sorry for mm -hmm. them. Though, but it, obviously, I was you know I was twenty something, so of course that's my only way way I relate to something like that is to feel sorry for somebody. But um, but now, but now that I'm forty something myself, you know, scraping up against fifty. <laughs> mm -hmm. And 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 let me and might I add, I do look good for my age, y'all. I'm just saying. Yes, you do. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can't go in incognito and not look crazy and bananas, you know. But I can't be, but. I can't be up at a club trying to find somebody at my age. It just is not a good look for me. <laughs> mm. You know, I just don't want to be that chick, that older chick in a club trying to holler at women who for the most part are younger than me. And maybe it's so dark. I don't see how young they actually look in the dark. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real now. Right. Um, <laughs> and I'm over here like, okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm over here, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I was in a club at my same friend's um, party. She has a party out here um, called Lover, right? Um, Ada Duvall, what's up, Ada? And I was at her last party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was at her last party and, you know, I'm dancing, I'm there with my cousin, I'm dancing, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I don't really like to talk to people in clubs um, uh, because of this right here, a woman, you know, stepped to me, which is very helpful, by the way, which is another topic we got to talk about, about who steps to who. I was going to touch on that a second ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But, oh, we got to still talk about that. But, um, but uh, you know, she, she stepped to me, but this is what always happens. This is why I don't like to talk to nobody in the club, and it gets worse when you get older. We are shouting. We're not talking to each other. We're shouting, Right. I've lost hearing over the years, not just because I'm older, but because I've lived a life around loud music. <laughs> so I've lost some frequencies. So, you know, someone is shouting two inches from my ear. Um, I feel the hairs in my ear start to, to move. It freaks me out. And I do everything but run away from them because I'm sensitive that I'm going to lose more hearing because you're literally shouting in my ear. Or I'm trying to talk to you, but I have to shout too, because I know your ass don't hear me <laughs> either. <laughs> and so I wind up sounding like a dork because I'm not talking in my natural volume and, and I'm not comfortable, you know? And, and then on top of that, there is here I am with my beautiful silver crown <laughs> trying to talk to somebody in the club. It's like, what are we doing? 
what what's happening here? This is so corny. This is so awkward. You know, um, I get self-conscious, like I can't, I can't do the club. So I just, if I go to what you see me in a club now, I'm just there to dance. Yeah. I'm just there to dance. And if you want to talk to me, we better go outside, honey. Cause I'm not doing it inside this motherfucking club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not, it's not going to happen. It's not, it's not, it's not functional. It's not, it doesn't work. And that's, and that's, that's the, that's the, that's the auntie in me. But you know, the older you get, the club scene is just not really where you go. Well, first of all, at most ages, the club scene is not the preferred place to find somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I just say that you can't, <clears throat> and I have, but I'm just saying, you know, there's life, which brings us back to what we were talking about earlier. Is pride um, just party? Mm. You know? You know, it's like, have we, you know, um, I think it's what I really wanted to move towards. Um, have we kind of cultivated this culture of we express our gayness through the clubs, you know what I mean? Or partying yeah. or being, everything is socially related, you know what I mean? As opposed to just living your life, you know, um, and meeting people or talking to people on the street and not stressing whether they gay or not. Like if you were trying to do a try to, they're going to say yes or no. There's still a little mm-hmm. bit of that danger there, of course, but you know, why is it that still the clubs is the only place we can say, well, for sure, everybody in this motherfucker is gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well you know. now, so that goes to the point that I was thinking about earlier, um, for, Femme women, and well, in my experience, I won't speak for everybody, but like my observation is that femme women have to try really hard to be like super um, obvious and available so that, you know, if Dom's is their attraction, that they understand that, hey, I'm gay, right? <laughs> so you, you have to like go in a club, like in the world, like or whatever. Like if you see somebody mm. and you like, oh, she cute, like, you have fam's got to step to the the studs right or the doms because they don't know if we down or not. <laughs> this is so- a conversation that I had with a friend of mine literally a couple of days ago. <laughs> L- literally a couple of days. I was like, you know, and she's she's femme, you know, for the most part, you know, she's femme, and she was like, um, uh. You know, I was low. I was like, yo, can y'all wear a pin and shit? So we, the more masculine <laughs> presenting people will just know, yeah. you know, because, well, you have you know, to like, come, out, come out, come out, come out, come out all the time, like in the world, because it's not as obvious, but at pride, it's assumed everybody in this bad boy is there. <laughs> So that's the, exactly. the only little time <laughs> that you get to get hit on, right? <laughs> that people come and step to you because the regular, like on the street, don't nobody really know. So can y'all yeah. try harder? Oh my God. No, really. You have to you know, do. And, and when, when I say, when I say that, say again. <laughs> you have to do the gay eye. You have to make like super long eye contact in order to like let the person know, hey, I'm family, like. <laughs> Well, maybe, Red, maybe that's you, but a lot of women don't do that, you know? And it's like, you know, uh, some women, okay, two things. Some women are still kind of caught up on this. They are the ones to be chased or courted, you know? I was like, well, you going to be there alone, bitch, because I don't know you gay yet. Like, I mean, if I just see you on the street, I may be attracted to you, but this also in my head is like, 
I don't, I really, there's not a fear, but a hesitancy because I don't want to step to a woman on the street and she wound up being straight and she's straight in the worst way and she acting all offended and shit. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't got time for all that. And because you don't want to get that, that kind of reaction or rejection or whatever, then y'all don't speak. Exactly. And their films are like, y'all like wave your arms or something or, or how about this? How about this novelty? Step to us. Now that's what, not, I, that's what has to happen though. But pride flips the script and you can go back to just standing there being cute and then somebody will step to you. Yay. <laughs> it's a it's a homogeneous group, right? <laughs> so you're in that space where you can flirt and you can like shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? Like see what's good. See, you know, see people who you might not have seen in a long time. See people who you haven't seen before because it can get pretty redundant in your own social circle. Right. True. True. And so this is a time where, um, you know, people are coming in from out of town. If you're in a major city where people who, you know, might live out in the suburbs somewhere, you know, they come into the city. Like it's, it is that general gathering space. Yeah. Um, whether you, you know, you, there are, are a group of people that do like the host hotel, like the host um, events, right? And then there's a group of the people that are asleep during that time and they just doing the parties, right? And so you kind of get to meet your tribe. That's true. And I guess if you're single, there is this, it's assumed to an extent, or maybe not assumed, but for the most part, what happens is all the single people in the house, you know, kind of have one thing on their mind. You know what I mean? Um, there's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of sex going on, and it, and it, but it's under the umbrella of pride. Like it's pride time, y'all. We hitting the club. We are gonna see more gay folks than we ever have in one fell swoop on our average day. You know, you know, sisters coming in from out of town. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, I've had moments like, wow, you know, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Look at you here, you're in town, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and that's, so I think that the anticipation for pride is also because it's, you know, that it's an even more heightened environment of, of connecting with people socially slash sexually, you know? So you get, you know, you're a human being, you get a little excited about that. You know, you're going to see, you know, women that you don't see um, on the everyday. Um, so I guess that's something to get excited about, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe they should, <laughs> I mean, maybe they should just don't call it pride. You know, we just call it, you know, the gathering or something or like, you know, um, the all in or something like everybody in, like everybody, if you don't, if you don't ever come out, you're going to come out for pride. So every, you're going to see everybody, everybody <laughs> parade. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, does it have to have a different name for us to do it differently? Nah, I guess not. I guess not. Girl, listen. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm excited for like Black Pride this year in Atlanta. Like, like I said. June has basically come and went and I done forgot that Pride is even happening. I ain't seen shit, whatever. But, um, so I'm looking forward to September, Black Pride is September here in Atlanta, Labor Day, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I've had fun, fun every time I've gone. 
only for the same reasons we're talking about. Everybody's rolling through. It's just like this. Oh, it's like a, it's like an energy. It's like a, uh, like some sort of like everyone's rushing to the same point. So the energy is really dense and compact and just everywhere and omnipresent. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess that's exciting. But then again, being in Atlanta, it's not like on my average. I don't. I see gay people every day. Mm-hmm. every day and everywhere like this is the first time i've taken for granted you know like it's not like oh i see you know a gay person every now and then i mean i guess i experienced this in new york too but it's like no everywhere like I, any random moment i can open my eyes look around me in atlanta and i'll see at least a half a dozen queer looking people and then yeah. there's the ones i can't spot as queer you know what i mean so this is a very queer town mm-hmm. you know um so I'm just, you know, so pride is like, all right, you know, it's cool. It's cool. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being totally like a Debbie Downer with pride. I'm, I'm, I really don't offer anything. Not, I'm not really being positive at all. And I, I realize that I acknowledge that um, I'm just kind of over it. Um, and especially as I get older, um, I, I am kind of losing my connection with it. Or maybe I just never had one and that's my issue. That's my personal thing. So I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, mm. don't 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 take my lead and shit. You know, if you find meaning and pride, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> if that's your <laughs> shit, then that's your shit. You know, the hell with me. <laughs> right. So I totally developed a relationship with pride, black pride specifically. Like I traveled the entire summer, like going from pride to pride um was there any difference in the prides that you in doing it say it again was there any difference between the prides and depending on the city um yeah yeah like the the production quality in some cities was completely different (laughs) um some were just and because like i'm coming to do events right um not so much the parties i'm there for like the official pride events um some are just different rooms that are booked at hotels you know like at the hotel and it's you know different things scheduled there some prides have a lot of prides have like these big uh park events with a lot of performances and stuff and sometimes like really um well-established artists are there um Sometimes, oh, 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 there was a a string of years, I will say consecutive years, I would uh, look for this one sister, Angie Harvey, and go to her workshops. Like she had these, does these self-help workshops. um, And I loved them. Like I would know like (laughs) a lot of the, the, um, the workshop titles, like, by heart and I'll be like, ooh, like I really like this one. Like I'm gonna go go again. You know? Um writers events, like going to like watch the queer movies that did not have another outlet. I love that stuff. I would do all of that in different cities. And DC was one of the ones that had the biggest um and the most well organized for a long time. Now one thing that mm. happens when you're dealing with black people. Prides be breaking up. <laughs> and you had two different black prides, and you gotta know, no, this is the official city black pride, and this is the chocolate city black pride. 
but it's the same weekend. <laughs> wow. Miami, their um black pride is separated boys and girls. Ooh. So it's boy black pride one weekend and girl black pride a completely different weekend. Mm, yes. But mm. like girl pride in Miami was like a lot of times the same weekend, the white girls and the black girls. So <laughs> we would go to like some of the black girl stuff and some of the other stuff. So it it's it's a network. It's stuff that you need to know. Like you end up in the wrong party that night, not knowing where your pe all your people are going to the uh, the one on that other flyer, right? <laughs> so it's. I mean, I'm listening to you, and so basically, you know, pride is no different. It's just like a microcosm for the rest of the world. People start shit for whatever reason. The people break off and do their own shit for their own reasons because not one thing can um, satisfy everybody. So mm -hmm. people find closer affinities to this kind of these branch offs of whatever the original was, you yeah. know, um, that I, I mean, you could find that in almost everything, you know what I mean? So why should pride be anything different? Um, mm -hmm. and is that necessarily a bad thing, you know? Um, cause I know, you know, you go to a party and it's always like, oh, this party's cool, but if it was this, it'd be great. Oh, this party's much better because it has this. Yeah. But then someone else is in there like, this is cool, but mm, there aren't enough, you know, whatever here or whatever. You know what I mean? Everybody mm -hmm. wants to get closer and closer to people who the look, act, all of the above, look, act, or interested in the same things or have rather more around experience. The closer we are to having similar experiences, the closer we have an affinity to each other, the more so we want to hang out with each other. Yeah. You know, even though as human beings, we have much more things in common than we, you know, than we don't, but we do center around our differences and our, within those differences, who also is sharing those same things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that's just, that's just natural. That's just, you know, natural human condition. Or at least, you know, sociology says that shit. I don't know. If one of them and so with that, maybe pride is going to keep reinventing itself for the generations who are doing that work that at that time, right? They're going to yeah. make it relevant to what they need or well, what yeah. they think they need mm. or feel they need or, you know, whatever's yeah. popular, how that works in that generation. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. One, if they can one have access to the commercial side of things, because you know, to change it commercially is a little it's a harder nut to crack. But but also on that tip, and I'll you know, just real quick, um, I know we're rubbing up on time, but you know, a lot of ways that people are expressing themselves or in their either not a critique of pride, but their management of pride or their how they they choose to contribute or show out in pride along political lines. So, you know, there's been a couple of, uh, cause pride supposed to be everybody. Like the only one thing we all have in common is we gay, but outside of that, we all identify differently, you know, some people are black, white, whatever, Jewish, Italian, you know, knitters, you know, like to play baseball, whatever, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, but the only thing we have in common is gay, but you know, there, there's been a couple of incidents, you know, and other marches like, um, like, um, I know when with the, uh, 
with the Dyke March in New York, you know, there there is this growing tension um, between uh, younger people, um, in particular, um, strong trans activists um, or particular kinds of trans activists. I don't want to blanket everybody because some of y'all do got some fucking sense. But, <laughs> you know, you know, particular trans, really aggressive trans activists against um, people, what do they call them, TERFs, which, which is another conversation. Even saying the word just makes me cringe. I just think it's just a, a, the use of a slur, another slur that we trying to justify, but, um, but, you know, people have political tensions with each other and, you know, or there was, I think an incident, some, some pride, I don't know, it was last year where I think there was this group from, um, Israel there, these gay, uh, people from Israel or whatever, and a group stepped to them, you know, along, you know, for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. you know, but then it was an issue on how they stepped to them, the reasons it was like blur, like no one was really there to say, this is what happened. You know, so then you know, people, you know, there was arguments of, you know, should that even happen? Shouldn't we all? Okay, I think they were flying the Israeli flag or something like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, where does our political affiliations and then just what we all have in common, <laughs> the whole gay thing, like, mm-hmm. you know, how are we supporting each other? Or we just use this opportunity to critique each other? And, and in that critique, is that to make us better as a population of queer people? Or is that just an opportunity to flex our political arms, you know, because we want to feel good about ourselves? And I'm sorry, I sound I sound a little facetious. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> you know, a chance to identify more strongly with the, the work that we do in the world. You know what I mean? Is it just an opportunity to do that? Um. So I think it's one of those times where you pretend, at least. Uh, for a while that those other divisions don't matter. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, you, 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 you pretend that a lot of that other stuff doesn't upset you because you understand your commonality. Um, uh-huh. Is that a realistic place to be, a safe place to be? I, I don't know, right? <laughs> but if it's possible, like that's not necessarily a, a negative all the way, right? No, no. But people you who know. would normally have those kind of really deep theological, philosophical conflicts can find a common ground based on, you know, their sexuality then maybe they can have some other conversations, right? <laughs> or maybe these are already the people who are a little more um, uh, or a little less polar on those ideals. So they're already willing to have some, you know, some conversations. I don't know. But now listen, it probably is supposed to be almost like a head count of how many of us are here who's here and what we're actually made of. Like, what do we look like? Because I think we make assumptions that as queer people, we have certain, pol- we, we, we stand on certain political lines. There are certain yeses and certain no-nos, you know? And what pride does is it brings out everybody. So you'll see people who, yes, they identify as being queer, but they're also into this organization or into this thing. And you're like, oh, word. 
you here? And then we kind of, some of us feel like we need to check them or we need to say, oh, you're being, you're wrong. Um, and it's like, okay, I, I, I get that, you know, but if I'm in a pride march and all of a sudden I look to my right and I see the little KKK, <laughs> not to say I have, I'm just using an example, but I see the little subsect, little, you know, KKK motherfuckers, you know, with the little rainbow hoodies. <laughs> this would never happen. I understand, but I'm just, I'm using extreme, you know, I'm going to stand there like, first of all, I think that would just, I would just be mystified by that. I'm like, wow, 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 wow. I was like, we truly are fucking everywhere. But I bet you there are <laughs> KKK members who are fucking gay. Whether they admit that to themselves or not is a whole other issue, but they're fucking gay. So do they have a right to be in the damn march? Are we, you know, do do is this a moment where I should buck up and say, get the fuck out of my face, or even if they're not technically in my face, but just them being in close proximity to me is offensive enough in the context of being in pride. You know what I mean? Or do they also have the right to say we're gay, we're racist, and we're proud? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's an honest question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's an no, honest I'm question. In, in addition to that, who gets to say who can march and who can't? Exactly. Ah, that's a slippery slope, right? It's, 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 a, it's a slippery slope, but it, it's no more slippery than life itself. Mm. It's no more slippery than life itself. Yeah. You know, someone, that person still has the right to express their views on the world wherever. Now, the consequences may happen that they express their views to the wrong motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but institutionally speaking or culturally speaking, you know, technically everyone has a right to express their views, how, however ignorant it may be. And who are we to say that, well, under this gay flag, you have to stay aligned with a certain view, political viewpoint, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise you can't come or we're going to, we're going to, um, gang up on you. Cause that's happened too. Yeah. People have been surrounded at marches to be forced out, you know, yeah. because they're being offensive or whatever. But th- that goes back to my whole thing about, you know, can you be offensive or do you project to being offended? Like, you know, who, who has the power in being offended, but, um, <sighs> all right. You know, it's going on oh, an hour yeah. girl. So. this is 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 such a good start right (laughs) a good start Mm -hmm. to the conversation for us and we would love to hear what you all think out there um what is your relationship with pride how do you feel about it do you think it's it's this thing that's kind of going out is it so commercialized now that it's not real or is it relevant for you you know especially as a young person who, you know, may just, you know, really be coming into the community or, you know, wherever you are. Like, is that something that you look forward to? You know, you can send us an uh, email at yagayunties at gmail.com and let us know what you're thinking. Exactly. Or holler, you know, we always on Instagram and down the talk. You can holler at us at yagayunties uh, um, on Instagram as well. And just to, just, so, just to remind you, we are thinking about maybe coming to you or finding a means to come to you live so you guys can ask questions um, live. We're just trying to figure that out. But is that something that you would like um, uh, to do? Um, yeah, so just let us know um, on Instagram too. Just you know, throw us a quick note. So yeah, do that, do that, do that. All right, y'all. So with that being said, uh, we got another one in the can. Um, and I will pridefully say I am Hanifa Walida. And I am Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties.
See you next time, babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs>